Welcome to the next episode of Relocast, podcast of our immigration and relocation company Relocare. I'm pleased to welcome Misha Sekaninova again, with whom we will now discuss the topic of losing your employment due to the impact of coronavirus on the company's financial situations from the foreigner's perspective. Hello, Misha. Hello, Christina, and uh, thank you for inviting me again. Misha is an expert on labor law, HR topics, and she is the co-founder of FIRE, First Aid of Employees, which helps to clarify matter for both the HRs and employees. In the second part of the podcast, together with my colleague Tomáš, we will explain how the processes of change of employer works for non-EU citizens. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, so we all know that the labor market situation is not the best right now and that the unemployment rate has risen sadly as many businesses, mainly bars and restaurants, had to shut down because of the antivirus, anti-coronavirus measurements. What kind of rights do foreigners have on the Czech labor market, Misha? Uh, so, uh, in the Czech legal system, uh, doesn't distinguish uh, whatever uh, the employees are Czech or from abroad. Uh, every employee, no matter uh, where they are from, who works in the Czech Republic, must comply uh, with the Czech rule of law uh, and has the same obligations and rights. Uh, with regard to all of the protective measures, a very difficult situations uh, arise for both the employees and uh, the employers. But uh, even in the state of emergency, all labor law relationships must be uh, governed by the labor code. Can a foreigner be laid off because the company cannot afford to pay wages? Yes, it is possible. Uh, It is also uh, very natural uh, from the employer's side uh, as the financial situation of the companies uh, due to all the restrictions uh, is now changed. This can also happen during times of Uh, lower income, which simply doesn't have to be just in times of a worldwide pandemic. However, uh, what is important here is how is the termination process done. Can an employer force an employee to sign a document lowering their salaries? Yes, and uh, it is a very common practice. An employer can issue an internal directive uh, to reduce employees' wages down to 60%, which cannot be applied retrospectively. Uh, This has to also reflect on the working hours uh, of the employee, which should be reduced to. Um, And do companies also resort to letting people go when lowering their salaries is simply not really helping the financial situation of the company that much? As for letting employees go, in short, if an employer is unable to allocate work uh, to employees, uh, they can be dismissed for a redundancy. In that case, however, employees are entitled to severance pay depending on the number of years they have worked uh, with the employer. Uh, does it mean that an employer can get more of a severance pay if he worked in the company for a longer period of time? Yes, uh, if you have worked in the in a company for less than a year, you will get one month's salary uh, as a severance pay. If you have worked in the company for more than one year and less than two, you are entitled to two months' salary. And if you have been employed uh, in the company for longer than two years, you should get three months' salary for your loyalty. Okay, that's great. Uh, let's go back to getting a notice. What are the forms of terminating an employment? 
Uh, so regardless of whether there is or is not a crisis, in general, it is necessary to consider whether it is convenient for you to say goodbye to the employer through an agreement or to receive a notice or to give notice by yourself. By terminating uh, the employment contract from the employee's side, a two months uh, notice period uh, applies. The employee would lose the right to receive uh, severance pay if it's not included in the agreement. Then there is a mutual agreement signed between the employee and uh, the company. In this scenario, conditions of the termination are concluded between the parties. An employee can get a severance pay if that's what he or she agreed with the employer. The notice period also depends on the agreement. If we get a notice from the employer, two months notice period applies unless the employee broke some serious labor law rules. Employees uh, are in in most uh, cases entitled to severance pay. Um, so what is the best case scenario then? When signing an agreement, one must uh, consider what is uh, agreed with the employer as it can influence whether he is entitled to severance pay or not. It also influences the amount that the employee will receive in a form of unemployment benefit if he applies for them. I would like to emphasize uh, that uh, when making a decision on how to terminate a contract, it is necessary to understand do the whole situation individually and to consider all pros and cons. I am sure that if you don't know what to do, you can contact both Care and fame and we will be happy to advise you. That's correct. Do not hesitate to contact us. We'll be happy to actually help. Um, so Misha, you actually mentioned that um, if a foreigner signs an agreement on the termination of the employment, it can actually influence or affect the unemployment benefits. Could you explain how? Uh, when applying for an unemployment benefit uh, after getting a notice, he will receive only 65% of the average monthly wage uh, the first two months, then 50% the next two months and 45% for the rest of the support period. A person who terminated uh, employment without a serious reason or with an agreement with the employer has an unemployment benefit of 45% of previous net earnings, as long as you are registered uh, with the labor office. If you receive severance pay, your benefits will be postponed by the number of months uh, for which you received it. Can you tell us how and who can actually apply for unemployment benefits. So the process of applying for the unemployment benefits is the same for foreigners uh, as for Czech citizens. Foreigners are entitled to get uh, unemployment benefits uh, if they have worked in the Czech Republic for at least 12 months in the last two years. 
Um, and what is the process? How can actually one apply for the unemployment benefits? So at first, you need to send a registering form to the labor office, either via post or your personal uh, data box, announcing uh, you are unemployed within eight days from the end of your employment. At the same time, you can also send an application uh, form the unemployment benefit together with a confirmation from your last employer. You can find all the all the relevant forms online and some of them are even interactive. It means uh, that they can be filled in online. Uh, you will need your ID or passport, confirmation about the termination of your employment, employment confirmation, uh, average earnings information and pension insurance record. Would you recommend any agencies or websites where foreigners can actually look for a job now? I don't think uh, there are any new ways now during the state of emergency. You can check uh, the website of your favorite professional groups uh, as there are often posts of uh, vacancies. Uh, once registered, uh, the website will pair your interest and uh, experience with the request of the companies. This is, however, very individual. Uh, I have come across it with uh, marketing positions. LinkedIn is currently in sleep mode, uh, but it is a good idea to check there now and then too. Uh, please take into account that many employment uh, employment agencies uh, and recruiters uh, now stop their activities. Uh, you can also try to look at experts.cz, jobs.cz or various English-speaking Facebook groups such as Jobs for Foreigners, Jobs for English Speakers in Prague, when te- where temporary jobs can be found. Okay, uh, that's uh, that's it uh, for today uh, with Misha anyway. And uh, stay tuned for the second part of the podcast. Thank you, Misha. Thank you, Christina. We will now move to the second part of this episode in which together with my colleague Tomáš, hello Tomáš. Hi, Christina. Uh, we will discuss the topic of the change of employer of foreigners living in the Czech Republic. So... As I know, there is a difference between foreigners who have free access to the labor market and who don't. Can you actually explain that, Tomáš? Yes, of course. Firstly, you have a free access to labor market in cases where you finished a local high school or local bachelor or master's degree at the university. You have the same access also if you're currently studying the local colleges. Uh, please note that the study needs to be of an accredited field and it needs to be in a present form in a daily studies. The next cases in which you might have the free access to labor market is if you have a either permanent residence permit, you are a family member of a EU citizen, you are residing in Czech Republic based on a long-term residence permit in the form of a biocard uh, for a family purpose with other non-EU member. It also applies to all EU citizens, but that's quite clear. Yes. <clears throat> the, in case that you do have the free access to labor market, you only need to submit a report of your change of employer latest by the first day of your employment. This report can be delivered either personally or sent via post to the Minister of Interior and you are free to start at your work there. On the other hand, when you don't have the free access to the labor market, Um, the process is a bit longer and uh, more difficult, let's say. The first step in such process is that you actually have to find a job as soon as possible so the employer can post so-called vacancy. 
Tomáš, can you explain what vacancy is? The vacancy is a report that is sent directly from the local employer to the labor office. The vacancy needs to stay in the labor office registry for 30 days. This is a measure taken by the local government, which is supposed to protect the jobs for local citizens or EU members. Only after 30 days of the report, this such a position can be uh, filled with an employee card or a blue card holder. So practically, once these 30 days of the vacancy expires, only then you can go to the Ministry of Interior to submit your application for the change of employer. Unless you get an approval from the Ministry, you cannot actually start working on the new position. The Ministry has 30 days to approve such application, but even if they approve it sooner, you cannot start working sooner than 30 days after the application of the change of employer was submitted. As this is quite complicated manner, Tomáš, I believe we should actually show an example to people. So let's say Mary was fired on the 1st of January. How should she proceed? If the termination took effect on the 1st of January, that means that was the last day of her employment. In that case, she has a 60 days in which she's obligated to submit the application for change of employer. If these 60 days wouldn't be upheld, then the Ministry of Interior will cancel her employee card. Once Mary finds a job, first step, as we discuss, is posting the vacancy and her future employer should do it as soon as possible. Let's say that Mary found a job quickly within the first week and the employer submitted the vacancy on the 15th of January. In this case, the application for change of employer can be submitted within 30 days, that means on the 15th of February. Please note that when you're filling the application, the start date in the work contract and in the application form cannot be sooner than the 30 days from the submission of the application. In our case, Mary needs to fill in 15th of March. But as we all know, it's quite difficult to find a job just in a week time. Therefore, it's always recommended to start the search already in your notice period, um, which is usually two to three months. So you can have a smooth transfer from one employment to the other and you don't have to be without a job for a couple of months. One important uh, thing is that in the time between your jobs, you are no longer being insured from your employment. In this meantime, all third country nationals are required to be insured at the territory for the whole duration of their stay. In the middle, you need to buy a commercial insurance. Also keep in mind that you cannot change employer in the first six months of your first employee card. This is counted from the day that the employee card was issued for the first time. Not the day that it was approved, not the day you actually applied for it, meaning the, the ministry took your biometrical data, such as picture and fingerprints, but from the day that the card was actually issued. Please know that this date is not written anywhere. The date on the card actually states when you applied for the card, not the issuing date. Uh, so you should, you should keep that date in your mind, keep it marked in your calendars so you don't actually submit the application sooner than that. There are some exceptions. Tomáš, can you actually elaborate on that? The first exception is that if your employment within these first six months was terminated by the employer, means either in the first three months trial period or even after. If it was from the employer side, you can submit your application for change of employer prior to these six months.
This rule also applies right now in this coronavirus situation. If your new employment is to be in a profession which is considered essential for the Czech Republic uh, and to remedy this coronavirus situation. It means in cases such as if you are a medical worker, this six months period does not need to be upheld. Um, all right, so that was about foreigners who are staying in the Czech Republic on a basis of employee card. Is it different if a foreigner has a blue card, Tomáš? Uh, there are slight differences. Firstly, if you hold your first blue card for the first uh, period of two years, then you need to, in case of change of employer, to go through the same process as we described. In case uh, that you already extended your blue card, you received uh, free access to labor market and you can change the employer as we described in the beginning of our interview. And at last, let's actually talk about how to submit the application for the change of employer. The application can be submitted either in person or uh, on your behalf or with a representative um, or send via post or your data box. Uh, right now, the ministry is working in a very limited uh, scale, let's say, and they are right now not accepting any applicants who actually come to the ministry in person. Therefore, sending it via post is uh, basically the only way how it can be done. We always recommend that the letter should be sent with a registered post, so you actually have a tracking number and you can track whether it was delivered to the ministry and you should always phone to the ministry after a week or two weeks time to find out whether it was delivered and put to their database. Please make sure that you don't forget to include any essential attachments to the application because if you do forget that the application will be considered as it wasn't sent at all. All right uh, that's it for today thank you both of my guests for being here and uh, putting some light on the whole, on the whole situation. Um, I hope it was helpful to some of you. Um, if you have any additional questions, please do not hesitate to ask us and see you at the next episode. Bye. Have a great day and stay healthy. Bye.